It feels like today is like the first full-blown day of summer, in a way. Like the heat is really here. I remember it start usually starting earlier in the season. It seems to be a little late. How is everybody doing out there in Corona world? Navigating their life path, wearing a mask. How is everybody feeling? Do you feel better wearing a mask? Do you have to wear a mask all day? Do you only do it when you go food shopping or to the bank? Are there mandates in your state? There are mandates. There are mandates everywhere out here. Some jobs mandate you to wear a mask all day. Lots of them are doing that now. Some of them, I don't think here in New York, but... Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. They are looking to hire people who do temperature screenings at the door. I guess that's what they're doing at Amazon and all these warehouses and shit. But, uh, basically, in weather like this and atmospheric conditions like this, where even you get alerts on your phone that the ozone level, the air quality is poor. Funny enough, I didn't get an alert, but this definitely seems like an alert kind of day. (sighs) Wearing a mask just makes things much more difficult. Much, much more difficult. And it's almost as if, as though, they want this. They want this. You think about you breathing in hot, moist air all day. What is that a breeding ground for? If not a virus? A bacterial infection? If not a bacterial infection? definitely a fungal infection so I'm trying to just very quickly sum up my thoughts because I've attempted to make recordings for I don't know I'd say the past few days relevant recordings as to what's going on and what could be going on in the near future and somebody brought up a very interesting point about corona they said that the second wave could be a fungal infection And it got me thinking. It got me thinking. And this is something that has been hanging out in the back of my mind. And I wondered why there was no discussion of this during the corona outbreak. And I'm also thinking about all the people who were put onto ventilators. And how this little silent monster that's been hanging out in the background could have affected the outcomes of these patients. I think that coronavirus could have been something that escaped from a lab, but I also think that maybe they weren't or have not been testing for corona this whole time, but a secondary infection, that being Candida auris. C-A-U-R-I-S. Candida auris has been a persistent problem within the New York City and northeast metropolitan areas in terms of infections. Candida auris is a antifungal resistant. This is a completely new beast and I think I might have discussed this earlier in earlier podcasts or I might have mentioned this on Twitter that um, there's always a, a, a different beast that emerges from the belly of the healthcare system every couple of years and you, you see it globally. And we're not just talking like SARS or Corona or the flu. We're talking about like real nasty stuff 
that you probably have a higher probability of dying from if you catch an infection then obviously then this fucking coronavirus which is less than one percent fatality rate in the states uh, there are infections out there that healthcare workers come face to face with and uh, such as something like CRE uh, carbapenem resistant enterococci this is such an antibiotic resistant organism uh, I think it's 50 to 60 percent of the patients who, who get infections in their blood granted uh, die uh, this is nasty stuff that you will likely get from being admitted to a hospital that chances are you of you coming down with this shit on the street is highly unlikely uh, unless you've been exposed to it within an institutional setting because that's where a lot of these super bugs spread uh, the issue with corona was that corona was this virus and technically yeah I mean like the flu virus it's gonna run it's a coronavirus it's gonna run through the population as nature intends it right it's all viruses we have trillions of viruses we're surrounded by viruses all the time but this particular one and there's some out there that you know they wreck particular havoc so who knows what the lockdowns really were about in terms of the virulence of the virus we've already proven we've already witnessed we've already anybody's been paying attention have, have seen that the statistics absolutely do not add up to the level of prevention method methods that have been instituted in pl and, and, and put into place and continue to be put into place right now you know what people should be allowed to breathe and go out to the beach and fucking enjoy the fresh air without being mandated to wear a mask and you know when they get off the beach or wherever the park wherever the fuck you are outside you shouldn't have to be like oh put on a mask you can like who are you to tell anybody or assume that anybody's contagious would you ever go up to somebody and be like yo do you have aids you know would you ever go up to somebody and say well you know do you have HSV, herpes, do you have hepatitis? You know, like, nobody would dare do that, but for some reason, all of a sudden, the corona just makes it okay and appropriate to ask people about their personal medical condition and medical status that, I don't know, last I checked, was protected by the law. But you're making a discrimination against somebody for, I mean, isn't anybody with... A medical condition a protected class but now you're being it's just so wild what they're doing and it's not for our protection that's the whole point it never has been it's about deception and setting you up to fail so right now going back to my thoughts on candida auris candida auris is a whole new breed we were talking about mrsa you hear about it now all oh, these people sports players mrsa football players blah, blah, blah. this shit started in the facilities these things monstrous things started in the places that i had to walk into every fucking day and face because these facilities were breeding grounds for these patients to come down with these infections and then they go out to the community and, okay funny enough when they go out to the community they become weaker How it goes they swap genes and they're not as bad so instead of it being a nasty respiratory infection or blood infection these people who I came in contact with it was like you know droplets for some of them some of them had the infections up in their nostrils some of them had the infections on their 
buttholes. It was just crazy, like, the way they were testing these people. But all you know is that they had this bug and you did not want to bring it home. And you did not want to, you know, you didn't want it to touch you. So going back to that, eventually these monsters escaped. These, you know, they're out in the community now. 20 years ago, it was medications that they used for these infections were kept under lock and key. Like, this was like the last resort and holy fucking grail to kill these beasts off. And they've far surpassed that. But luckily, nature made it. Because, you know, the exposure and, and different people having had it, 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 it just isn't as deadly anymore, I guess. It's more of a presence in, again, if you're talking about MRSA, skin infections, because it's made that progress over time. CRE, I would, you know, I don't know of any CRE cases that can be transmitted outside of a healthcare field. That's a 60% fatality rate. Uh, VRE, I don't fucking know. A lot of patients would have VRE that's in their, in their bladder, in their urine. These are nasty things that stay in your body and take you down. And are, are once these people become infected, they are a lot of them are in a constant battle with the antibiotics and then off them and on them. It can be a death sentence. Way, way, my point is, higher than corona. Way higher. So now you have this. Why are we, you know, no one ever talks about that. No one ever was that frantic to tell patients and shut everybody down when we had outbreaks of that. And I'll tell you something we had outbreaks of that every day all throughout the community. But you never hear that hoopla on the news. Every once in a while, there was an outbreak or some kids had infection and they had to shut down and sanitize this uh, locker room, blah, blah, blah. Then you hear it. So candida, it's not a bacterial infection. It's not a viral infection. It's a fungus. It's a fungus. And it's much harder to beat because it could live on surfaces for a very long time and they generate spores which absolutely become airborne so the biggest issue with this candida auris which the outbreaks really started to hit off last year not 2019 I believe earlier yes it was 2019 probably in September all those people had the vaping illnesses they blamed it on the vaping and they couldn't breathe and a lot of people think that's when corona started but that's also around the time that I was hearing about the candida auris and I really, obviously I was thinking in the back of my mind during this outbreak, what's going on with that? Because it didn't go away they can't clean the rooms when these patients leave or die, the patients that are and, I, and this is well, some wild new fucking beast, now this is something get a little scared about even before corona i was like yo this sounds like this could be pretty fierce because fungal infections you know how mold grows mold grows and you know it's hard to beat it's hard to stop so the patients that get discharged even after discharge the whole room is colonized the bacterial infections or viral infections won't live that long outside of the host Okay, yeah, airborne droplets, blah, 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 but those drop to the floor. Who the fuck knows? They really don't fucking know. They say three hours. Top 
leaps in the air. Some things that are bloodborne, ah, 72 hours, 48 hours on a surface. But the likelihood of transmission that way is so low. So low. Or what we would say from a contact surface to a person. Now bringing from a contact person as a healthcare worker, they can actually contact the curtain or the table and bring it to a patient. And that's where a lot of the errors start. But as a threat to the healthcare worker, I mean, yeah, it's not that high of a threat if the patient's already infected, depending on where the infection lies. I'm getting too far ahead. I'm not going to likely get infected by blood on a surface on the table, but I would if I stabbed myself with a dirty needle. There are just different levels of exposure. So for the bacterial patients, MRSA, VRE, yes, you would have colonization on the handrails, the side rails, the phone, the curtain to separate you. Okay, they don't change those curtains in the ER. They don't get cleaned in between patients in the ER. So when you have a patient coughing or hacking or they got some kind of nasty, okay, you could say viral, but it won't live for long. Let's say they have a, a, a bacterial infection. Let's say they have now a fungal infection and the surfaces are contaminated and the healthcare worker goes from curtain to curtain to curtain to curtain. What do you think is going to happen? So the good thing is with the MRSA and, and stuff like that, it, it does have limitations. It's There's, there's limits. I have never heard of MRSA being all over the ceilings or all over the, you know, all throughout the vents or, yes, it could be on the floor, but through proper sterilization techniques and what they call a terminal cleaning, they could actually get these rooms worthy to be occupied, I guess you could say. But with the Candida Auris, last I checked and most recently checked. That is not the case. So now I'm wondering, I'm wondering if this whole coronavirus shit is really about a fungal infection, because then, then that would all make sense. Because A, the spores travel. B, they do live on surfaces for a very long time. C, the masks serve two purposes. Well, let's go to see how, how many people died from ventilators. A lot of people who were sick with corona, or supposedly corona positive, were put on vents and they died. Good, you know, was it 90% of them? They ex quote unquote expected them to die in one hospital? It's fucking crazy. And, um, a lot of issues with people who are on vents, alright? And the, uh, these people didn't die right away. Uh, a lot of issues with people who are on ventilators is the secondary infections. And, uh... <sighs> a lot of times in the healthcare field, the, the cure that they give you is more like poison. And a lot of times, their poison is way more lethal than the occurrence itself. Of nature taking its course. Their methods of trying to... It, it, it was all just really just an experiment with deception and it's very possible that we could be dealing with an outbreak of something entirely different and not even 
not even a viral infection, not a fungal infection, because that, that bad boy, I'm pretty sure is going to spread, and the whole point of the wearing the masks, mm, I think that's just setting people up to be colonized. I don't think that that's a good thing. I think that they're deceiving us. I think that they're not telling us. Obviously, they never do tell us the truth. I think that the real infection or the real threat could possibly potentially be Candida auris. And uh, by setting us up to wear masks and be complicit, we are creating a very good and wonderful breeding ground for this type of potential infection to take place. This is not going to... I don't know. I don't know, we'll see what happens. We will absolutely see what happens. And, um... It was a tough couple of days, but hopefully people enjoy their weekend. I'm trying to gain footing after a very long day I had yesterday. And, uh, it was unexpectedly long, but it was okay. I think I figured it out. But, uh, it made me a little tired made me a little tired so I hope that everybody gets a chance to enjoy their weekend if we are facing an entirely different threat in the form of a fungal infection potentially a respiratory infection then I would definitely tell you to arm yourself with some oregano oil and I'm not trying to be gay about it but I think that having a stockpile of something like that in case of the like second wave quote unquote might be ideal all right this message is already way too long have a great day i'm out i believe i can see the future